you about to witness is my thoughts Just my thoughts, man Right or wrong Just what I was feeling at the time Welcome to another edition of Jive Time Turkeys. I'm uh, Alphonse A. Prince 15 on Twitter and IG. And today I'm joined by... What's up? This is Olu. Yeah, I start like things. Twitter and IG. Aye, aye. And uh, this week, I uh, guess uh first thing on my mind is the uh, NBA. Um, we had a decent Friday night slate. Um, headlined by the Rockets and the Clippers. Uh, which the Clippers won on a last-second jumper by Kawhi. So um, I'll let you start off. What's the the thing that's catching your eye in the NBA right now? Right now, um, you definitely got to say the Lakers um, for because they're the Lakers because it's LeBron. Um, um, just the gravity that that, that they pulled at their own gravitational force. It's funny because I was just looking at. Um, a post by LeBron on um, on Instagram is just his, his captions are just hilarious this year. This whole Wash King um, campaign that he's on, but um, other than the Lakers, it's surprising teams like I guess the Heat was surprised by them, the Suns, um, and uh, Boston even to a certain effect. Them being number two now in the uh, in the East, then Carmelo came back. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, you know, it's the NBA. It's only November, but it seems like this season is going to be a, a roller coaster from beginning to end. And the Wizards, <laughs> they put up a lot of points. You know, they got the other Wizards in four straight games of more than 120 points. Um, won three out of those four games. So, yeah, it's a lot of entertainment going on in the league right now. Yes, I mean, definitely a lot of ent- entertainment going on. Um I'm in agreement about the Heat. I don't think they'd be this good this fast. The Celtics, uh, they don't, they're not surprising to me. Um, I kind of see they could probably get off to a fast start just so they could dispel the, the put up, like, you know, clear the, clear the air type of, type of thing. You know, sometimes when it's uh, addition by subtraction, they come out the gates fast. Um Definitely, uh, who am I thinking of? I was Portland not doing well surprised me. Um, I think they got off to a fast start. I know they've had a lot of injuries, but at the same time, I thought they would have, you know, definitely been closer to the top, especially with the Warriors just going up in flames. Like, they're just done for the season. Like, they're over. And the, the crazy part is we're going to have to watch them on TV, like, a lot. Like, a whole lot. <laughs> so, um, as far as the Lakers, um, I mean, I didn't think it'd be what uh, thirteen and two. I didn't think it'd be that good this fast. Um, I thought they would eventually hit their stride, just because I think LeBron has so much invested to make sure that this goes right that it's he's going to figure out whatever it needs and the. The 17 years of history that he has of working with people and it not getting off to a fast start, I think he's just going to put all those things together and be like, all right, this is what I need to do to make sure that we get off, we get to the playoffs in the right position and ready to go get this chip. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I said before, they, they, they start, I know, 
so fast. I'm kind of um, just I don't want them to peak too early because I mean, even watching the Clippers last night, they they still have to put it together, but they're still really good. And it's like I mean, last night was only the second game. Paul George and Kawhi played, and then even I mean, Landry Shaman, he's not you know. You know, world beater by any stretch of imagination, but that's just another shooter to stretch everybody else. Because even like on, not even the shot that Kawhi hit, the shot before that that Lou Williams hit, it's just like they just have so many shooters. They they can literally go, you know, five out, and it's just like, man, you know, it's going to be interesting. And then Kawhi can just go to work. Paul George can go to work. Lou can go to work. And Pat, a game with Pat Beverly uh, fouled out in. It's just, um, but that, one thing I did notice with the Lakers and LeBron, everybody's, um, we're all, uh, you know, in awe of what he's doing in year 17 from a scoring standpoint. But this is, I mean, he's averaging 11 assists, you know, through 15 games. This is going to be his highest assist. So I'm, I'm more impressed by that than anything else. Um, just like he's, he's, maybe he's at that point where he's just, total mastery of the, of the game, you know. It's just like, I mean, and, and now they more engaged on the defensive end. It can be scary. It, 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 it will be scary for a lot of teams. Um, just waiting to see. I, I want to, do we get another, when is the next time the Clippers and Lakers play? Oh, uh, Christmas maybe? That's no. Christmas. And even then, that's still kind of early. I mean, that's, if it's Christmas, everybody's going to show up to play, and we can gauge the two teams then because that opening night, I don't think that was a, a accurate gauge of where those two teams are. Oh, but definitely, I, definitely not. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I definitely hear you about the Clippers. Um, I, I, for me, I'm just still in wait and see, like. We just gotta wait and see what they're looking like going into the playoffs. As as with pretty much every team, um, the LeBron assist totals, like I, I'm in awe, but I'm not really surprised because like he finally his number, his number two or one B or however you want to call him, is someone who like he can definitely just feed, and like yeah, and because he can do that, that's like a, a certain number of assists. Because again, as I said before, you're so much invested in making this go right. And like passing the torch, so like I'm pretty sure if we parcel it out, I think actually if I remember reading an article, I think he's giving them at least four assists a game. Like four of those eleven are coming straight Bron to Anthony Davis, and because that's clicking, it just makes shots for everyone else so much easier. Um, and I, I, there's no one who can guard Anthony Davis. And you put that with LeBron, who, as you said, is more engaged on both ends of the court. It's just like, in the Summit Game Series, like, how? Like, how do you slow that down? Like, you don't have anyone who can hang with them. So, like, what are you going to do? I just don't see, if they are healthy, I just don't see how, in the Summit Game Series, you beat them four times when... They're, if they're both engaged on offense and defense, they have enough shooting around them. They have enough people who played in big games that they're, I don't know, I just don't see it happening. So we'll see what the team look like when they get there. But 
the way it's looking, I think this the Lakers' uh, peak is higher than the Clippers' peak. Okay, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Rondo came back, and I know he got thrown out the game yesterday, but he's also providing more assists. So, like, I, I think LeBron James' numbers may dip a bit, but I think in terms of functionality as a team, I don't know. I think they they going to start rolling better. <laughs> So, I, I think the Clippers are just a lot deeper. Um, the, 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 the Lakers sign somebody else. Maybe if they get, um, who am I talking about? Uh, um, but even the, the, the Clippers are looking at Eagle Dollar too. And I think they have more trade pieces. Because Memphis, it seems like they're deadlocked on not buying out Eagle Dollar. You want to trade for them unless it goes back to the trade deadline. But, um, I don't know. I mean, for me, like, all right, yes, you may say they have a deeper team, but, like, only five guys can play at a time. And so, for me, like, at any given moment, like, I just think the Lakers will have more better guys on the court. And in the playoffs, like, deep don't really help you that much, man, because, like, they, they, they stretch out rotation, so the better guys play longer. And... For me, the Lakers have more better guys than the Clippers from top. I mean, from, like, the, the better guys of the Lakers are better than the better guys of the Clippers, if that makes sense. Like, Anthony Davis is better than anybody than the Clippers can roll out at his position. So it negates some of the the Paul George is better than whoever's opposite LeBron. So if LeBron and Kawhi is a little bit towards Kawhi, like, Anthony Davis being so much better than any other power forward or center is like, okay, well, now this tilts back to the Lakers, if that makes sense. Well, I think it's just only those two, honestly. And, I mean, we'll see. I mean, and, and, and of course, time will tell because of injuries. That's the total of the season. I think the Lakers are stronger at the top two players, but then after that, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a fall off because the White House is not the White anymore. Rondo's not even Rondo anymore. And, I mean, Kuzma, I mean, he hasn't even really. I mean, when he first came back, he was making some noise, but I guess he's just really falling. I mean, really, everybody's on the team is really just falling in behind LeBron and Anthony Davis. So, I mean, we'll see. And then, um, I mean, that's just the worst happening. In the East, you know, a surprise for me is Philadelphia. They're surprised. I thought they would be better. They'll be there at the end, but I thought 
Spurs lost to the other night, you know. So, um, yeah, the, the Spurs are definitely. I don't, I don't know what to expect of them this season, but it's definitely not a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know what's. I don't can't. <clears throat> excuse me. Can't call it with the Sixers. I think some of it is Tobias Harris is like. I don't want to say not living up to the contract, but like. Yeah, he's not really like being as assertive, and you know Simmons. You know, if you keep him out of transition, he's not really gonna be out here like shooting jumpers and getting you on buckets like that. So I don't know. I just think uh, they could be better, but they're not out of it. Um, I think the Celtics will come back to reality a little bit, come back to the pack. I'm not sold on the Bucks just yet because I think <clears throat> last year they already showed they needed another score. And then they lost Malcolm Brogdon. So I don't know if they have enough scores outside of Giannis for the playoffs. Um, when the defenses get more focused on keeping him out of the paint, I think it's great that he's shooting more. But I think even with that, they still need another like person who can just go to the ru- to the bucket and get and reasonably make a play. Not like I don't think Eric Bucks is reasonably making plays. Um, so we'll see. I think this this trade deadline and buyout season will be really active because um, like even uh, even with like. The Timberwolves, are they going to make noise? Are they going to start trying to sell? Um, you mentioned Phoenix. Like, how long do they keep that up? And what what do they do? Do they become buyers at the end of the, the deadline just to ensure they make the playoffs? Um, haven't really heard much about this next upcoming NBA draft, but I think I know the top three are solid. But then after that, like, I don't know if it's a deep draft. So how does that play in the teams thinking about going all in on this season to make the playoffs, especially if they haven't been, like, in years? Because, I mean, outside of, in both conferences, outside of the top two, like, no one's really a lot to win playoff series. Like, outside of the Lakers and the Clippers, like, you could make a case in the playoffs for pretty much every other team losing in the first round so if you're phoenix and you're like yo we're at eight but like if we make a trade we could get the five or six like do you go for it (laughs) or or what so i don't know i think that'll be interesting yeah yeah but i'm transitioning to the to the nfl uh this weekend we got some definitely good matchups. Um, we got the Patriots and the Cowboys. I think that's the 425 game. Um, I just got done reading an article on the Cowboys actually talking about how uh, this uh, for all this uh, resurgent or great passing offense by Dak actually is. Uh, bad for the team because it keeps the defense out there longer and um, all these other things to which I thought like 
that that's crazy talk. Like <laughs> that's definitely crazy talk. I mean, <clears throat> if it wasn't for some bad offensive play calls against the Vikings, what they'd have won three straight, four straight, and be seven and three. So I mean, like yes, the defense has has cracks in it. They definitely are not getting to the quarterback as much. The secondary is definitely uh, not as good as it was. I think isn't Byron Jones hurt? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's hurt. So I mean, of course, there's some drop off that they have to get fixed. But I, I've heard for years that you need a, a top level quarterback to win in the playoffs and. Dak is doing everything in his power to prove that he's a top-level quarterback. So, I don't see how that can be a bad thing. Yeah, that's not like a little bit of Dak hate just trying to... I mean, I mean, you know, they're Cowboy lovers and they're Cowboy haters. Um, people are trying to find a reason not to like Dak. Um, he's setting the world on fire. I mean, right? I mean... Just like we say with Tony Romo, he has to do it in the playoffs. So I think people just trying to hold off until the season. Um, when the, when the, the stage gets the biggest, if he can hold up and keep doing what he's doing. I mean, I get it. But um, I'm trying to put him down just because they're just finding a reason for that. And this is, you know, come probably to somebody who really cares nothing about the Cowboys. <laughs> it is impressive. I mean, what Dak is doing. Uh, well, when the playoffs come, I think, honestly, I think going to lean a little bit more on Zeke, and I think that's really the purpose of how, I guess, the the, the breakdown for running pass that they've been doing this season to kind of save Zeke for the playoffs. When, you know, when the cold weather, when it's more of a ball control thing. So, let the defense get back healthy and then unleash Zeke and, you know, who knows, Cowboys, this, this could be the year the Cowboys make some serious noise. Man, it, in the season, I was like, well, let's wait till the playoffs. Let's wait till December and January. But, you know, we're on the precipice of that. Hopefully, they can keep it going. Because like, it would be nice to see, you know, I think, no how much I don't like the star, I do like, you know, I like that. I like seeing, you know, yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> but um, this week looks like a lot of like playoff like eliminator games. We got Seattle going to Philly, and like Philly desperately needs to win to stay within striking distance of Dallas for the NFC East. But Seattle needs to win because they need to keep pace with San Francisco, who by the way is facing Green Bay. Um, so they're in no lock to win their game either. But that has things because the Vikings are right on Green Bay's tail. And if Green Bay doesn't win the division, then they have wild card. Like, it's just, it's a lot. So it's going to be a a hell of a weekend. Um, Yeah, I was about to say Baltimore playing the Rams, which, again, like, yeah, that's Monday night. So the Rams need to win because they need to keep pace with Seattle just for a wild card because I don't think. They can catch. I mean, they technically they can't catch San Fran, but the way they've been playing, I don't think they can. Um, I mean, it's just it's a lot. Like then you throwing like uh, 
rivalry game like Carolina and New Orleans where like yeah you expect New Orleans to win but like it ain't like it's unforeseeable that like <laughs> New Orleans would lose like I believe they lost the beginning of the didn't who did who was that this year they they almost been known to throw some duds in there um plays New York, so Oakland needs to win to, like, keep the pressure on Kansas City. Yeah, Which, Oakland, they, they have a real chance of winning 10 games if they win this week, honestly. Which is crazy. Like, who would have thought after all the the ridiculousness of their offseason that they would literally be able to win 10 games? They're playing the Jets on top of that. Right. <laughs> like, imagine if you... Like, just imagine... <laughs> You know, I just thought like, about... Wait. Like, yeah, because if they win today, I think that puts them at, like, at seven wins. Yes. And they still have, like, Miami, Cincinnati. They still have, like, some, 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 some easy, quote-unquote easy games. And then two of their last games are, the, like, the last games in Oakland. So, you know, they're going to be jazzed for that. Yeah. So, they got... uh well, I mean, they got a kind of a tough schedule, but they got the Jets, then the big game against the Chiefs. Then they got the Titans and the Jaguars. Titans and the Jaguars, that's what it was. And yeah. then they finish with the Chargers and the Broncos. And who knows what the Chargers yeah, right. But you know what I was just thinking about? Like, Antonio Brown started his whole brigade to get out of Oakland because he thought they weren't going to be good. And now here they are at six and four, with a chance, as you said, to get the ten wins. <laughs> One commit back trade. Uh, do the do the Raiders still have more pieces like picks from that trade? I believe so. Yeah. Well, then I say the jury's still out because right now I would say the Bears, the Bears still won. Like, it's a lot closer than. Right, right. It's a lot closer, but I think the Bears still won because they still have the proven player. Like, right. It, it's the the this trade didn't affect them being stupid and picking Mitch Trubisky. Right. They, so they like, like that. that you can't yeah. like if they get a decent quarterback, then the Bears will start winning by a lot more mm-hmm. in this trade because they got Khalil Mack and like, yo, that that's he's making their defense. Like even if he's not putting up the numbers per se, like his role or ability around the defense like just opens up so much and their defense is still playing well and like for Oakland it's like yeah they got Josh Jacobs he's definitely doing this thing but I don't recall any to any any other players from that that's why I asked if they had any more picks because like maybe they'll hit on some more picks coming forward but right now it's just like you got Josh Jacobs so Josh Jacobs for Khalil Mack um, taking Khalil Mack that's just what it is. <laughs> so. But, um, yeah. 
So, I mean, I guess give me your your lock of the week, which team you know definitely is going to come out with a victory. going with Seattle as a lock over Philly. Um, I just think Russell Wilson doesn't care about playing in the cold. I don't trust Philly's receivers. Like, they just dropping everything. Um, and so I think I did, uh, Clowney is starting to get, like, unleashed in Seattle's defense. And Combine that with, as I said, the Philly off the receivers drop too many passes. So even if they get open, they just drop the ball. Um, I just think Russell Wilson makes one too many plays. Like they're never out of a game. So I think I'm picking them to go into Philly and pretty much end the Eagles season. Because I think if the Eagles lose, they're out of the play of the wild card hunt. And I don't see them gaining two games. Even though I like, I can see Dallas winning. I just don't. If the game was in Dallas, I, I don't know. It's a, I can't decide if I'm more, if I think they would do better away, or if I think going against New England, they need to play them at home. I don't know. I think if it's bad weather though, I think that favors New England. But if it's just like a crisp cold night, or cold afternoon. I think uh, Dallas really has a good chance. I guess New England. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, you say it was a four twenty-five game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, all right. If you ain't got uh, anything else, we go ahead and uh, wrap this one on up. I mean, I mean, if you, I don't have anything new to say on it. Like, yeah, it's just, I just kind of wanted to be over with. Like, all right, he got a suspension. If we stop talking about it, he'll get reinstated before training camp next year. Um, he never was a big on it. It's not Vontez Burfitt, so I think the less noise there is about it, I don't, I don't think he'll like. He did his appeal. I don't think he'll be in the media talking about it. So. I think we'll just, by the time the end of the season comes around, we'll forget that it happened. Something else will be going on. There actually games on the field will be going on. Um, I don't know how many more Browns games on national TV. So there won't be any national storylines related to them as much. So I think this is pretty much it for it. Um, it's just 
dumb mistake unless we get new evidence that Mason Rudolph actually said those things. Doesn't seem like the league is going to suspend him for the actions, the current actions. So if there's no more new evidence, I don't really see the need to talk about it. <laughs> so I do think it was interesting, though, that they reduced Pouncey's suspensions from three to two games. Well, I mean, in the regard that they reduced his, but left Miles Garrett the same. Right, yeah. So, in that regard, it was like, well, you said his actions didn't need to change, but then you reduced these actions. And I just, again, don't get their, their logic with doing stuff like that. Indeed, indeed. We know who they really protect. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Thirty-two people to be exact. <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, go ahead, and wrap this up. Get on out of here. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Jai Time Turkeys. Um, we'll definitely try to be back on another week to talk about, of course, these NFL games. I think we'll have some college football news to talk about. Um, And so until next time, peace.